All right, say gar- <laughs> <laughs> Bro, you got nose whistles the whole time. That's fine, because that'll, that'll then take out the noise whistles from the rest of it. Is is your nose whistling, or like is the wind going through your I, nose I ring? don't have answers for you, Matt. It means that Dalton's nose hairs are especially long. Can you brighten this? So that when he no. blows air through his nose... <laughs> I've gone rogue. When he blows hair through his nose, you know how like when you take the piece of paper and you stretch it out thin, you go. Do you ever do that with the grass or grass? That's what's happening inside inside Dalton's nostril right now. It's not that bad. That one when it was silent was pretty gnarly because it was like super high pitched. But I could blow my nose. You guys want me to blow my nose? Is this going to bother you? No, I want to hear you say garlic shrimp chips five times fast. Garlic shrimp chips. Garlic garlic shrimp chips. Hold on. Garlic shrimp chips, 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 garlic shrimp chips. That was pretty good. It sounded like he was saying chimps. Okay, Matt, let's hear you. No. I have a speech impediment, dude. That's that's a tongue twister. That's an excuse if I ever heard one. You're going to let something like that tear you down? Let's hear it anyway. You want to talk about letting something tear you down? (laughs) Yes, let's let's fucking talk about it. All right, you guys. So right before – this is week two (laughs) of me and Dalton getting into it before Uh, this podcast. Matthew's been a little bitch today. Oh, that's not offensive. You've been so – Hold on. Hold on. Slow (laughs) down the boat, cowboy. Last week, we had to take 10 minutes so Dalton can (laughs) – Compose myself because I'm just so upset right now. So Matthew couldn't stop nagging on me about the TikTok, and I understand. I, I have didn't nag. Shut, sh- I said sh- one sh- thing. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. This is my time to talk, bitch. So what happened was is I approached Matthew, and we were having a great conversation. And then Matthew turns to me and goes, when are you going to put up a TikTok? That is not what happened. And I went, I went, Matt, I'm sorry. I've been really busy lately. And he goes, no, bitch. I don't give a fuck. Where the fuck are the TikToks? And then – Pulls out a gun out of nowhere, puts it to my head. Next thing you know, I'm in jail, and I don't know what I did. You know, here's the thing: is what I'm, I'm saying is, what the fuck? I approached you nicely, and then you attack, attack, attack until that person's down to the ground, and it's not necessary. It's not necessary, uh-huh. but you, you, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're not, you're not even I listening. I hear you. No, you don't. I, I had a gun to your head. Now you're in jail. I'm yes. just saying the way you came off was that like I, I'm not going to go into detail. But yeah, I was, yeah, like, no, no, no. But, but the I, way you approached me was like I felt like that was happening. Yeah, to me. see, but like, here, that was the aggression. Here's the thing: is that you have two other parties here that just said, heard me go, "Hey, I'm going to learn how to do TikToks so I can help out," and then all of a sudden, you were like, "Matt, I need ten minutes." And then stormed to the room, took 10 minutes, came out here to get a podcast. Now we're on week two. I think that was like two weeks ago, Matt. No, that was last week. I remember I wrote about it in my journal. That wasn't last week, was it? That was last week. Was it? <clears throat> now we're on week two. I was having a rough day. Of me saying something in a non-mean Matt, way. I never approached you mean, though. <laughs> can we Can we? Co- Hold on, let's talk about this. Okay, good. This is perfect. They need this inside scoop. <laughs> you, Welcome to family therapy. Matthew approached. You turn that middle light on. Matthew right. approached me very aggressively. Let, now, let's reenact it. Let's reenact it. What did you say? No, I didn't say anything. No, no, no. You said something to me, and then I responded back, and then. No, but you thought I responded back to you with negative energy. Yeah, yeah that's how I took it, and I was like. Okay, that's how you took it. Yeah. But then you decided, okay, this motherfucker <laughs> hit me this low. I'm hitting this low. Yeah, but that's like what you, you that, didn't. That, dis- that, you didn't decide to like maybe think about the situation. Maybe I, maybe my tone is wrong. Yeah. You could be like, hey, are you mad? Did you do that last week? 
Matt, I the, wasn't uh, mad at you. I was mad at myself for not fucking putting out TikToks like we talked about. Uh, Nothing. It was never about you. It's not always about you. I'm saying that it was about me in the moment. I was uh -huh. having a rough day and I kept fucking up. And that was just another one to add to the fuck ups. So that I needed 10 minutes away to think about my thoughts and understand what I'm trying to go through. And understand that I need to be professional for the podcast in a, in a, in a funny way. And also just be in the podcast. Okay, so let's fast forward to, to today. What happened today? You, I was just explaining that. Okay, yeah. So you you approached me. Uh -huh. No, no, no you approached me first. Okay, I approached you, yep. and then you approached me, uh -huh. and then I realized that, you know, you you thought I approached you negatively, so then you reapproached me negatively. Yeah. See, the worst part is this whole thing was a joke that didn't hit. So then I just told Dalton that I just felt. But then like why did you get so off. mad about it? I don't know. It just was in. But it's not okay. I, I'm a I'm a what's it called when you're an actor that just like both times you're the reason why we had a rough podcast in the oh, beginning. Oh, so you're just casting blame. Now I am. That's what you're doing because you just put it just upon casting yourself. Casting blame. You put it upon yourself, dude. Hmm. If you don't want, if you don't want fish, don't go fishing. You know what I've I mean? Never. <laughs> <laughs> it's been said around there. Well. I'm going to need to take about 30 seconds and, you know, well, I'm going to listen to the intro and hopefully that calms me down. I think it's like 10 seconds, but yeah. I'm going to need an extra 20 seconds of silence. <laughs> <laughs> I'm drum. I'm drummer. <laughs> I just say how happy I am that we be like vented because I feel so much better now. All right, welcome back, everybody. Week 86. Week 86, guys. That's 6 times 6 equals 36, plus 3 equals 39, plus 1 equals 40, plus 40 equals 80, plus 6 equals 86. Guys. And as always, we're your hosts. I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. This is a podcast about brotherhood and the three S's. Storytelling. The supernatural. Self-improvement. <laughs> I've, I've been thinking of a fourth S to try and like... Why Sum up our situation. One? You can barely remember these three. And the fourth S, sensitivity. <laughs> and where Dalton talks about that subject the most. I'm sorry. I'm sensitive. <laughs> That's okay, man. I forgive you. But you know who won't forgive you? What? Mr. Jeremy Fragrance. All right. Welcome to our new segment. One, two, three. Power! <laughs> oh, fuck, man. <laughs> oh, so if you guys have no idea who that is, stop whatever you're doing. And go right now and type in... No, go to TikTok and go to No Context Jeremy Fragrance. Yes, yes. or you can go to our personal friend, Cody Co., oh, yeah, and go to his, his YouTube channel and you can watch the you know a video he did there. We're going to get emails from Cody being like, hey, you guys are not my personal friend. Please don't put that out there. <laughs> so let's not do that because I'd rather, I rather have Cody Co. be my friend in the future than have him be like, oh, you guys were the weird asses that fucking said our name. But what if, like, what if when we tag him, he watches and like, these are the types of sensitive bitches that I want to hang out with. Stop and then, making fun of me for being sensitive. I'm not. I included myself in that. But you're not sensitive. We both got riled up. I was so mad, dude. What the Ooh. fuck? Yeah. Power. <laughs> <laughs> um, but basically, it's this guy whose whole entire life, social media presence, is all about uh, fragrances. So perfumes, colognes. And he goes through and... If I ever get lost in a mountain of rubble and like the firefighter firefighters are like, oh, I need to go get a dog to like, you know, find Matt and like they're going to give him my scent. Fire every single dog. Hire this man to smell my clothes and then come find me because that's how sensitive this guy's nose is. 
yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he smells it that strong, but like, I wish I could feel the sensation that he's having. Like, I don't know. I think it's like kind of like a, kind of looks like a kink for him, like to smell it. Cause you, it, he looks like when he smells it, like he gets, he looks like he gets hard from it. Like he sexually aroused. Gets hard on it. He, he says a couple he things said, that are very like, he says a couple things kind of questionable. Like, you know, he, has sex before every time he films a but video. It's, like, it's 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 this. It's like because he holds cum in his face. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but like it's weird because I think it's a kink without him knowing, really accepting that it's a kink for him. You know what I mean? Like I mean, but he also talks as if he's someone that has never had sex before. No, he doesn't. The way he, he talks. talks about fucking all these women. That's what he says. You know, you have that guy that like talks about something that he like has heard about and he like kind of wants to do, oh, but has never actually like, done it. Like when he says like, oh, I want to have the sex right now. He's like, oh, I wish I had a woman here so I could have sex with her. <laughs> oh, like <laughs> my views. Like he overdresses it. I do not want it. to use her because <laughs> I respect like the her. Woman. Dude, strong moral <laughs> compass and ethical code that man has. Like honestly, like. It's like he says something. It says like he goes way too hard and then tries to backpedal the rest of the way through the conversation. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's it's an experience. You, he really is though. Yeah, you just you need to go watch it. And he lives in. He's from Germany. He lives he's in Germany. From Germany. Yeah. He's Polish. Really? Yeah. Oh, I thought he's he was Polish. French for some reason. Mm-mm. I'm sorry to all my French listeners. French, French. Why? Well, because he's so sex crazed. Uh, yeah. And and I I just for whatever reason like cologne and perfume just I feel like the French invented it. I mean, cologne, I just assume that cologne that's what, is a town in Germany. Cologne is a town in Germany. Yes, I think you're right. I think he's right. And I think champagne is a town in France. Keep talking though. While are they up. are they is that where these things originated yeah. from? Like that's uh-huh. why they're. Oh really? 100%. Oh, I did not know that. Champagne is only champagne if it comes from champagne. Hmm. Otherwise, it's sparkling oh, white like, wine, like tequila. Otherwise, it, it's it oh, has yeah, to be, like it has to be from from Mexico. Yeah, mm-hmm, it has yeah. to be classified as sparkling well, white wine. Well, they said there's a place called tequila in Mexico. Ernesto, did he tell you that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know it's funny. Germany. I, ta- I talked to I talked to Ernesto today, and he's like, "Yeah, dude." He's like, "I haven't listened to you guys' podcast in a couple of weeks." And I was like, asshole, oh, okay. dude. And he was like, he's like, so then I start, I picked up where I left off today. And he goes, and it would be the one episode where you guys say my name like five or six times as a fast food bracket <laughs> okay. or fast food rankings. <laughs> yeah. That's what you get, man. That's what you get, he's dude. He's missing the good stuff. The goods. But, uh, yeah, dude. Jeremy Fragrance also like, uh, he doesn't masturbate because it gives him, no, 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 no. No, he does he because does it gives him more, more testosterone. It gives him more testosterone in his face. But then he doesn't masturbate sometimes to keep the cum in his face. Mm-hmm. That way he looks better. And Monique swears that he actually looks different on those videos <laughs> as opposed to the other ones. She's like, babe, I see it. I'm like, no, I He's see like, no I, difference. I get it. I get it. <laughs> but, uh, dude, Dalton, uh, how was your week? How was your 4th of July weekend? Thanks for asking, Matt. Of course, bro. Um, I care. Um, as we were saying, uh, I didn't do much on Friday. Uh, I just kind of did my coding stuff. And then, um, Saturday I picked up my cousin Caleb and we set off to the beach to start our family, our first, our start of redoing the annual beach day family trip. How many of those did we have when we were younger? It was like twice a year. 
Now, can you give me the background really? to this? Yeah. So our annual beach trip was something that me and Matt loved. And we have a lot of, at least, okay, I loved. No, no, we, no I, I loved it, but I don't really remember. I remember like two. I don't like remember them as vividly as everybody else. Hmm. Like all of you guys were talking about it. And I was like, I just, did I block this out? Like maybe. Dude, I lost my sunglasses at the beach, so I don't blame myself. Yeah, maybe that's a really hard memory for you to take in. They were rocket power. Yeah, those are dope. I remember those. There was a picture of you having them and then you crying when they left. Yeah. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> I think we have that on video. <laughs> when he got hit by the wave. Yeah, the wave took me out. And then I literally had a dream that night of a shark wearing those glasses and I woke up crying. I love those things. Because the shark took your glasses. Oh my God, this one time I had goggles and I jumped into the pool. Remember my shark goggles? Those things are sick. Oh my God. Do you think we can find them on Amazon? Probably, but those things were terrifying. Oh, look terrifying you would wear them and it would look like there were sharks swimming in the water with you so you would put them on and then scare they yourself had, for the goggles you were wait, wearing wait. <laughs> they had sharks in the, no they were like the they were like uh they're like, like these holographic, holographic, holographic sharks. sharks on the on, on the, the lens fronts of the lens yeah so it looked like you were swimming with sharks i i always i i remember when i was in swim in high school i wanted to find them so i could race in them that'd be terrifying that'd be sick yeah but then they'd be coming towards you while you're going this way i feel like your depth perception would be off because you have this in front I'm of you. I'm not saying face. it would have ended so, well. I'm just okay. saying I, would, I wanted to do it. For All right, sure. right on. Yeah, I don't know why I was going so deep into that. Yeah, but okay. So, you, so you pose to the beach. You and Caleb were listening to some Bo Burnham all the yeah, way up there. This is well, inside. I just like too that this was supposed to be your nephew's first time at the beach, right? Yes, yes. Yes, it, was. it wasn't. He's been there like four different times, but to us. As of that day, it was his first time at the beach. It's gonna be memorable for him or yeah. for me. We have plenty of pictures. Uh, so we get there and, uh, we pull out like, you know, we, 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 we said we're going to do the uncle thing. What? You guys remember? I just found big time shark man, super swimwear. And it was the goggles that <gasps> yes. had the full head. With oh, the I do remember that. Yes. Uh-huh. And then the thin hands. And How much are those going for? $25. That's not hey, bad. Put, put a picture right here. That way. Put a picture right there. Yeah. Also, you know what I'm th- I've been thinking about? I want to get like a screen, a green screen laptop cover. David said green screens don't really change anything here. Yeah, but then we can put videos up. But if I were to put them up that like that, it'd be so small you couldn't see what's going on. Really? Yeah. All right, never mind. I like bad that. idea, I like, man. I like where you're going. It's a great with that. idea. Great idea, but we just terrible can't execute. execution. Terrible execution. Terrible execution. Fuck yeah, damn it. I know. But anyway, back so to your we had our stuff. trip and. Uh, we got there, we, we decided we were going to be like, you know, the uncles and set everything up. So, you know, when the rest of the family got there, they could all just hang out and relax. So we, we, we set up everything. We brought boogie boards to do some boogie boarding in the morning. Nice. And, uh, we pulled out the, uh, what's the thing? The canopy, I yep. guess we call it. The canopy set that bad, bad, bad boy up. And and then we dug Garlic the corners. Chips doesn't do it to you, but bad boys. <laughs> bad boys. <laughs> <laughs> and then we 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 uh, dug in the corners so they wouldn't fly out if the wind came. And this that's going to be important later. And uh, we ended up just watching the surfers. Nice. Because there were so many surfers that we felt me and Caleb would just get in the way. Thousand percent. So we're like, ah, let's just leave it be. And also the water was so cold. Yeah. And then. We look to our right, and what do you know? We set up everything right next to a dead dolphin yep. with all its fins whoa, cut whoa, off. Whoa, whoa, what? I forgot, I forgot to tell you this. Yeah, what? There was a dolphin that had been poached on the shore. Yeah. On the shore? Yeah. yeah. So it was this mis- was eight 
30 in the morning. Yep. This, yeah, this is around 8.30, yeah. And yeah. No, none of the lifeguards had seen it. it. And it had been there for a couple of days. And I called. No, it didn't look like. No. Bro, it looked old. But it happens faster when it's on the shore. And I even called Sarah. Shouty yeah, Toddy, Sarah Adams. Shouty Toddy, Sarah. Sarah, Sarah Adams. Hello. Shouty Toddy. Uh, I called her and asked her what the protocol is for and, that. And what did that professional tell you? That professional, that fucking professional told me. That there's a crew, I don't know, that comes around at night and just picks it up. <laughs> okay. That's how, exactly it. So they can't me. move it till the nighttime. <laughs> she just, she, I can hear it. She went, huh, I don't know. There's like a crew that comes at night and just picks it up. <laughs> and I was like, thank you, Sarah, for this informative information. Um, she's the best. Yeah, she's the best. And I was, so we didn't do anything about it. I mean, Caleb wanted to call, but I was like, well, I mean, everyone knows about it. You know, the lifeguard definitely saw it. So. There's also a priest that prayed over it at one point. That's not an exaggeration. There's a full-on priest. How do you know it was a priest? He, he was, was wearing the shit. Wearing like, the priest shit, dude. Why was there a priest? I don't know. I am beat. not like, we're literally. How drunk did you guys get? Not even a uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. We're, we're literally standing there and all of a sudden, I think it was either, it was probably Monique. She goes, what the? Is that a priest? And then we get up, and sure enough, like there's a man of the cloth. <laughs> they just, circle the fucking dead dolphin and pray over they it. They prayed over the dolphin. And they continued walking. I was like, "That is, that's love." Thank God, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you guys get everything set up. Yeah, yeah we got everything set up, and then uh, we waited for the rest of the family to come. Our cousins, uh, Aubrey and Lexi, and our uh, what do you call him? Our nephew Brooksy boy, I guess. Uh, you guess? I, I mean, he's my nephew doesn't. Are you yours. gonna call him Brooksy boy? I'm going to call him Cheeks for the rest of his life. I'm going to call him Brooksy Boy for the rest of his life. I feel like that just makes sense. I don't know. Uh, but he came, and so we're all excited. We got him already. We set up everything in like 10 minutes because everything else was set up. So fast. And, uh, you know, we were, we were proud uncles. We were happy that we were doing that for, for, you know, the fan bam. And we just had a great day. We ran around, jumped around. About an hour later, Matthew came. Um, and you know, we were drinking white claws and you, you know, had been drinking the whole having, time since yes, you got there since, since like seven 30, like it's out in the open, it's out in the open, just drinking in, in some red solo cups, but yeah. they were, they were at the campsite. They were at the camps where we were at our station. So we were fine. You know, we were just drinking, hanging out, minding our own business. And, uh, Matthew comes, you know, I'll go, Hey dude, you want a white claw? Matt goes, yeah, yeah. So we pour him out a white claw, you know, like 15 minutes goes by. Mo goes, I'm gonna go to the restroom. Matt was like, I'm gonna go with you. And I was like, that's a great idea. So they both go. Um, and then we all turn around, we start talking and we look back and Matthew is, uh, stopped by the police for having a red solo cup in his hand. Yep. So you want to give us your side now? Well, guys, it was a, it was a busy morning to say the least Friday night had a Korean barbecue with our producer here, cheese and, uh, his girlfriend, Rachel, and we Ate a lot of food, drank a lot of White Claws and seltzers. About it, by the way. So much fun. I had so much fun. Had we had so much fun. We played awesome Star Good Wars job, 3, David. Revenge of the Sith. We got to duke it out with some lightsabers. Oh, that's the best. That's so much fun. And then we got to uh, go. We got to play some disc golf with the PlayStation 3. Yeah, but what's that? The handle's called. Move? Yeah, it was Move. Yeah. Move, yeah. PlayStation Move. Got to play disc golf, which was so much fun, um, especially... No, it was Caleb. It was Caleb. Because I talked to Caleb. I'm like, bro, disc golf. He's like, it was so fun. I got to try it. Um, it's so much fun. Uh, my favorite part, though, is Monique was playing it, and she was doing just so bad. Uh, <laughs> but it, just her reaction to it all just made it so much fun. I can see that being um, funny. And then David and I were going to play ping pong. 
the next morning when we woke up. Uh, because at that time I had decided that I will get there when I get there. Um, I'm not going to have FOMO. And then I woke up at eight o'clock to a text from Caleb saying, Hey Matthew, we'll be there in 20 minutes. And then I had FOMO really hard. So poor Monique that I had said, I will be here. We'll have breakfast with them. We'll hang out. We'll get there when we get there. was now being rushed to get out of the house and, you know, get a bunch of stuff for us to be at the beach at. So very hectic morning, stressful, just running to pick stuff up. All my fault. So we go. On our way there, Monique calls me and she goes, I told Dalton I'd get a Frisbee, but I forgot the Frisbee. And I'm like, okay, like, don't worry about it. Like, I, let's just get there. Dalton will be fine. So then I see a Dollar Tree to my right. And I'm like, you know what? Let me pull over and get a Frisbee. That way Monique doesn't break her promise to Dalton. So I pull over. I walk into the Dollar Tree. There's like 40 people in the Dollar Tree. It's like record-breaking day for Dollar Tree. And <laughs> the best the, day of their the life. <laughs> it's their Black Friday. The lines are super long, but they don't have a Frisbee. They don't even have like a Nerf football, like something that we could, you know what I mean? Like nothing's there. So I get frustrated, and I have to pee really bad. So then I leave, and I am driving to the beach. And when I leave, I need to get back on the main road and get to go straight to get on PCH. So nobody's letting me over. So then I end up making a right turn. Then I have to make a U-turn. So then I'm sitting at this turn signal for like five minutes because it's red, right? So finally I say, fuck it. I'm just going to drive straight. So I go to drive straight. As soon as I cross the intersection, the freaking light turns green. So then I like drive all the way down, end up in a completely different city, okay? So then I turn around and I have to pee so bad. And the only thing I know is that Caleb told me to go to, ja- go to the jack-in-the-box. So I find the jack-in-the-box. Turns out they didn't park near the jack-in-the-box. They set up camp in the jack-in-the-box. So I had to drive. No. Uh, <laughs> what you just said didn't make sense. The jack-in-the-box part. Okay. So there's a jack-in-the-box. There you go. There's a parking lot to the left of it, but there's no entrance for you to actually park there. You it's an exit. Yeah, you thing. have to go all, you go all the way around. around. It's like- so I can't hold it anymore, so I get out and I go to the bathroom on the side of the road because I'm about Which to take my pants. I'm curious how you did that. I took a knee. I pretended like I had a flat tie. I opened up like my passenger door and then I pretend like I was looking for something and then I just whizzed under my car and then I got back in and then took off. Pretty smart. What was around? What were you around? People. The beach. Jack so in the there box. there were people walking around you? Yeah. You were in the Jack in the Box parking lot? Yeah. Don't go to the Jack in the Box on PCH, guys. Wow. Yeah, no. Um, and That's why? And you may be asking, too. you may be thinking, Matt, why not just go inside the Jack in the Box? There was no parking, and I wasn't actually in a parking spot. I had just stopped. You had Monique in the car with you. She took a separate car. Oh. Damn. So anyways, That's ballsy, man. I'll give you props. Anyways, so head there. Finally get, get in. Monique's been parked for probably about like five or ten minutes now. So I go meet up with her. Everything's cool. Stressful morning. Just a lot happened trying to get there. I've had a hell of a day already, and it's like nine o'clock. So we go. But your pee problem is fixed. For now. Okay. So... We go, right? We get set up, say hi to everybody. Brooks is excited to see Monique. Everything's cool. Then Monique goes, got to go to the bathroom. I'm like, cool, I'll go with you. So I grab my cup and I start walking. She goes, do you want to leave that? And I'm like, no, I just want to go pee. I want to come back, sit down, and have a good day. She's like, so All the right. opportunity was presented Yes, for David, you the opportunity the was presented. <laughs> so we go. We walk. See this, this car, this cop truck pull around slowly make a u-turn and there's other people with other like ice chests and everything that are very inconspicuous right so sure enough they stop when he goes 
babe, they're coming, they're coming, they're coming. And I'm like, what? No, they're, they're fine. Like, I'm not belligerent. I'm walking in a straight line. I'm just having a conversation. I just need to go pee. Sir? I'm like, fucking shit. He goes, sir, step over here. I'm like, oh, my God. And he goes, what's in that cup? And at this point, I'm like, if I lie, if I say water, they're going to take it and smell it. Part of me thought if I should just dump it and then pour it, but I think the outcome would have been the same. Uh, so then I just looked at him. I said, honestly, sir, it's a white claw. And I was like, I just poured it. I've had one sip. And they just kind of look at me. The only reason, the only reason I got a ticket is because. You believe. No, I, I, yes, if I was a betting man, I'd bet on this. The only reason they gave me a ticket, because I even said, I was like, I'll pour it out right now. I'll take everything else back to the car. We can call it a day. He, he looks over at his young pupil, who I think just got hired on maybe about, I don't know, a day ago, who has a clipboard with his first, his first ticket is probably me. He needed to learn how to write the fucking ticket. So he goes, sir, step over here in front of the vehicle. I'm like, mother. Fucker. So then Monique's standing there. I see my entire family standing there. Like I like glance over. They're all standing there staring at me. Right? So then they take me through the whole thing. They ask me what it is. And I'm like, I told you it's a white claw. They start writing a ticket. If you're wondering how long this individual has been hired, um, he had to explain to him how to fill out the ticket. Like, oh, this is where the name goes. This is where the license number goes. This is where this and that and this and that and this and that. Right? And so then at one point, I keep looking over to a certain area, and I see the older cop reach for his binoculars. So I quickly turn my head as far back as I can to look in the opposite direction of my family, who's still standing there staring at me. And then uh, while I do that, I see Dalton carrying the rest of our alcohol back to the car. <laughs> and then I'm looking there, and he goes, uh, who are you here with, sir? And I'm like, oh, sir, uh, I am here with my girlfriend. He goes, all right, all right. And he goes, how many have you had? I'm like, like I said, this is my first one, and I literally had a sip. Um, so I'll pour it out and, you know, uh, and he goes, let's just go ahead and take everything else back to the car and, and that'll be it. All right. All right. Sounds good to me. So anyway, so I, I, I'm embarrassed that Monique's watching this cause she's just standing there staring at me. Well, hold on. We were watching Matthew and Matthew decides to have a conversation with both hands behind his back. That's how I talk to people. Not okay. Yeah, no, no, we no bad he was situation. Getting arrested. I was gonna go oh. punch a cop in the face. No, I was getting pissed off. No, don't do that. So, so when I talk to people, I tend to put my hands behind my back. Yeah. Just a very in my head, I'm like, it's a, it's just how I talk. I when don't he know. Does that it starts walking over to the car, and I'm like, did they fucking arrest him? I didn't see that. Well, no. It was your cup at this point. You'd already on the hood it. of the car. Ah, uh, so you and put it on the hood and then put your hands behind your back. Yeah, I just was standing there with my like I do it when I coach. Like I stand with my hands <laughs> behind my back when I talk to people. I don't know. <laughs> Anyways, so they end up coming out. They're like, Mr. Drum, you've been very cooperative, so this should be a misdemeanor, but we're going to go ahead and give you an infraction. I'm like, oh, you're such a kind soul, sir. You could just rip up the fucking ticket. We can call it a day, and it'd be fine, but that didn't happen. So now I'm going to have a probably a fine. And after that, that cop said, power. <laughs> so stupid. <laughs> Anyways, so we, we had a great they, rest of the they day. They walked away from each other. They're like, do you like, you like writing that ticket? And he's like, yeah, it felt like power. <laughs> So and that was all before nine thirty a.m. And for the record, before any of you text me saying Matt, it was your fault. Yes, I fucking know. I should have just listened to Monique and left my cup and gone on. But you know what? Sometimes when you're frustrated and in the middle of things, you just act, and I'll deal with the consequences. So let let me ask you this: What do you think would have happened? Because my first thought goes: As soon as you see that. car making the u-turn and you know you recognize you maybe you're the only one that 
I didn't think that, though, because here's why. Another part of the story that I left out is as he's writing me the ticket, there's this guy that walks by, and he's on the phone, stops right in front of the fucking truck. Word for word says, hey, bro, I have all the beer in my ice chest. Meet me at Lifeguard Tower 26. Walks. The old guy is in his truck fucking calling in the thing because the guy did not eat, the younger dude did not use his radio. So he's inside the truck calling it. He says that. I look at the young dude and I go, bro, you've got to be kidding me. And he just looked at me and looked down and kept writing the fucking ticket. So dumb. Okay, but like it's so you didn't think of it because there are too many other people also blatantly. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. I wasn't I wasn't belligerent. I wasn't causing a problem. I was just walking. I really didn't think it was a big deal. Oh, see, well, you said pour it out, and I was like, I would think my thought process would be like to just to just bumble it and then drop it and be like, oh, my water. Smart. <laughs> Can they do anything at that my point? Sprites. I don't know. Which if I honestly is have, probably really smart, but they I just have someone come in like. Sniff the. I don't. Sand. I don't think so. But in my head, I'm like, you really want to do all this paperwork, dude? Like, you really want to do all that paperwork for this? Yeah. Like, and I like there were people that were just absolutely plastered before I was even leaving. Uh-huh. The worst part too is they sell fucking alcohol on the beach. But you have to drink it over by in front of the space, right? I don't. I don't want logic, David. I just need people on my side here. But yeah, I'm like the only thing I could think that could happen if you were to to spill it, drop it, or whatever, instead of like consciously poured out where they could they, they would have just they would have ran me through a sobriety test probably that or i think they would have been like can you show me where you're at yeah and then you would have just had to be like oh we didn't bring anything we were just sitting yeah and i threw the white claw away as soon as i or yeah. i threw the water bottle i don't know i don't know none Would've of that matters shoulda. it didn't happen we weren't there matt's got a ticket yahoo yahoo <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but other than that, how was your 4th of July? Uh, it was great. It was 9 a.m., right? That was all 9 a.m.? That was all before 11. Well, that's July 3rd. Yeah. That's not even July 4th. Nobody was on the right. beach, though. It was like It was pretty calm, actually. Day. I was expecting it to be way worse. The waves were really rough, but it was it was nice to be there. Um, yeah, we left around 4, got picked up dinner with the family, and then we all went to our grandparents' house and ate dinner, and then hung out with the baby for a little longer, and then I went home because I was exhausted. And I fell asleep. Do you think you'd be spending as much time with your extended family if there wasn't a baby around? Probably not. No. One thing, the same thing. That's what I was like. I spent the whole weekend pretty much with all the kids. And I'm not used to being around kids again because we were the kids for the longest time. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's, it's fun. Yeah. It Babies bring the family more, back yeah. together. And you know what? It, this baby has built up a lot of relationships without even, without even knowing. Like, it just... If, if it did something different. He fucking loves Monique. It like, also helps that you guys are all super close to each other. Yeah. 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 He loves like so much. Like it's like he took a nap and he does this thing where he wakes up and he looks at Monique and he goes like, he, like he tilts does. his head. Right. And I'm like, you, I can't compete with that. Like what are you doing, bro? And Monique's like, oh, <laughs> he wakes up from his nap from two hour nap at the beach, wakes up and doesn't look for mom. Doesn't look for the uncles. He looks for Monique. And just stares at her. Dude, he's got good taste. What can I say? But stares at her continuously. Like, dude, come on. <laughs> come pay attention to me. Look at me, dude. All right. Well, we know you got a ticket for alcohol. Did you guys do any illegal fireworks you want to uh, no. own up to on Sunday? 
Unfortunately not. So I went to Monique's house in the street that she lives on. That's what um, you do every year, right? I do. I've been doing it since I was... 12? Nah, 13, 14. <laughs> yeah. yeah I've, been going, I've gone to her house every year, like every year of high school. You were 13 or 14. How you old are you when you're a freshman? You went freshman year? Yeah. He was 13. Oh. Yeah. Um, and yeah, That's so over 10 years. it's just like... So her street, every all of her neighbors just go off. Like they go by like Disneyland grade fireworks. And I'm not exaggerating. Some of you may have heard a rumor that I exaggerate my stories. That's not true in this case. Uh, <laughs> but no, like they all like go off. So it was kind of cool because this year, like the weather outside was super nice. So Monique and I took a blanket outside and um, her mom has a couch in the back. So we took the couch from the backyard and brought it to the front. So we just set up and set up shop out in the front. And I literally laid down, looked up in the sky, and then just all these fireworks are going off like left, right, behind us, um, in front of us. Um, stayed out there for like, I don't know, we till about 10, 30, 11 ish and then came home. And then it was super, super cool. It was like a lot of fun. I, I really enjoy this. Um, like I enjoy the Fourth of July at their house. It's it's always been enjoyable for me. It's cool. Don, no fireworks for you? Nah, I just I stayed inside and watched movies. What movies? More Bo Burnham inside? No, I watched. Uh, I think I watched like a comedy special with my dad, and then we ate steak, and then drank some alcohol, and then we slowly fell asleep. No, and then I came home and I saw my brother on the couch by himself, and he was trying to watch this movie called Savages. Savages, just savages. Just savages. And I thought, you know what? I haven't seen. I've been home for a long time. I've been at other people's houses mainly. So I was like, you know what? Let me, let me spend some time with my brother and do the one thing that I just absolutely do not enjoy, and that is sitting down to watch a movie. So I sit down to watch a movie. The first scene is Blake Lively just absolutely getting railed <laughs> by this dude. So my 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 interest was piqued. <laughs> and Dalton's like, whoa. <laughs> Dang, they just they just went for it, huh? And I'm like, yeah. And then she's in this weird thruple with this other dude, and she's like, I'm the only thing. That... And they weren't cool with that at first, but then they they, they, were, they were definitely cool with yeah, it later they, on. Yeah, then they had like this giant like orgy between the three of them, which was like kind of cool. I don't know what was happening. The whole yeah, it was, it was, and they like made and sold the best weed in the world, but the cartel wanted it. So like after they had sex, they went, and <laughs> this guy watched this video of a beheading. <laughs> but then they agreed with the cartel for the deal, but then wanted to run away. But yeah, then it, when they came, they were completely forgot about running away the next scene, and they just stayed with the cartel. And then John Travolta is a fucking lawyer, yeah, which is the weirdest thing Don't to ever see. Don't ever mix those two together. He has a, a buzzed head. Yeah, he plays the lawyer a couple times. Does he? He was in the OJ show. Did he do good there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He didn't do good there, so yeah, it was it was um anyway. So I was like, I was fighting to stay awake. Didn't, Dalton made didn't realize that Salma Hayek was in it. I did not. We didn't get that far. Um, we Dalton like decided he in. was like, he's like, Matt can't do this, and so he's like, Are you falling asleep? And I was like, No, like I'm trying to stay up to like spend time with you and watch this movie because that's how like you enjoy to bond that way, right? So. No, I don't. I didn't ask you to watch a movie with me. So, uh, you know, like like people, like you watch movies together. That's how people bond. Like, I just don't enjoy that. So I tried to do it for you. And then all of a sudden, like 20 minutes in, Dalton's like, I can't do it. I'm going to bed. Just walked to his room and went to sleep. I didn't know that we were bonding. I didn't know that this was the time for us to bond. I thought you were tired. You were going to bed. I was ready to go to bed. So this is not, don't put this on me. I'm not. I'm just you saying, I, this, I, I tried to do something that you enjoyed. But you didn't. Tell me you're. Do I need to specify to when we're bonding? Like no, but I need to like. It if sounds you're... like you're 
your expectations are mismanaged and you're not doing the best job of communicating those expectations to each other. Thank you, David. Wow. Let's take this situation to the boys' room. I got a lot to say. Yeah? No, I'm just kidding. Let's take a break then. The break room. (laughs) All right. Welcome back, you guys. Hello. Welcome back. Dalton posed a question to me that we wanted to get you guys' opinion on. Wait, David, were you waiting for the five seconds? No, oh. he, he hadn't hit record yet. Oh, <laughs> um, so I brought up to Matthew, and I brought up I was point to David. If Matthew would be friends with me in another life, if we weren't brothers, like if we were still, you know, went to the same high school and did all that stuff, and he saw me on the pool deck, you know, like if he would be my best, if he we would end up best friends like we are now, or just we're not best friends. I know. We're brothers. But I'm just, uh, that's that's kind of the same thing. It's not, though. Because we could be brothers and never talk to each other. We could be, but we're not. We live together. So we're friends. And we yeah, get along. we're friends. Like, if, look, what I'm saying is if I was gone for like two days and you were here, yeah. <laughs> you would, you would want to come see me. No. Yes, because you did it before. I have proof of this. When? When I lived at my ex's house. Yeah, but that's a very different situation. <laughs> How? How so? You think were living all, at home? Think about all the family you turmoil. You were living in Brea. Yes, but I worked out here. Think about all the turmoil that was happening. Yes, I came to visit you. Well, that's, we became really close then. We did. It was great. Yeah, we were like best friends. We talked every day. Yeah, we were very close brothers. <laughs> I, I don't understand why you don't want to say best friend, though. Like, why, don't. why don't you want to say that, <laughs> David? If we can see that. <laughs> It's like sliding down the document. Oh. <laughs> oh. Scroll all the way down. All right, we're going to go back to week one. All right, keep going. And I just don't, like, I, I think, like, I don't know. I give everybody a shot. You know, I give everybody a chance. I would like, give you a shot. I just my don't life. think you would do well. But why? What do What do I do that would bother you? Like, from the start, if you first met me, what would it be? See, I don't, I don't see a way for me to answer this question without us not filming the ending of this podcast. Can we just? Can you just answer it honestly? See, do you? I'm not going to get. Do, mad. do I'm not you? Gonna get mad. As as a best friend, <laughs> do you require as much attention as you do now? No, no, way less. <laughs> <laughs> abysmal <laughs> David David how am I as a best friend well you're not David's best friend either <laughs> who do I have <laughs> what is all this news am I just Matt's little brother if you fucking David no, I want you to not. understand no you're not no because we specifically uh, talked about when you went from being Matt's little brother to being your best friend. friend and I can happily say I brought you two together in that situation <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, you did. I did. I was being an ass. Yeah, Matthew was being a dick that night. I don't think you think that. I think you you, you just heard that from us enough, and you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's percent. No, I don't think that at all. So what, like, David? You guys like, are having this conversation so I can keep doing what I'm doing right now. I know, but you're taking too long, and you entered yourself into this conversation. <laughs> he did, yeah, you he did. didn't, though. He didn't. He just commented. No, you said, David, what's it like <laughs> to have me as a best friend? <laughs> that's right. I did do that. Um, well, I, like what, what are your, what are your first impressions? What you're, would be your first impressions of me then? You're loud. You want all the attention. 
Um, you yell a lot. That would all be gone. No, it's not. You would never see Dalton, that. I walk into the gym when I'm not there. I enter to you screaming. And no one's around. It's just you, JP, and Sushi, and Carly, and you're just screaming. I wouldn't put up with that. I would just be like, you know what? That's not something I want to be around. You think you think you think you would would want me as a as a student at your, at the gym? Do you think you'd be friends with Matt? Yeah. Why? 100%. Why? Because I I would be like, "Oh, this is a cool guy. This guy has drive. This guy does things. Like he's a positive person. He lives a great lifestyle." Like I would I would want to like I don't put think, myself around that energy. I don't think you would be my friend though. What I think you're David, a little how bitch many, sometimes. David, David, yes. David, how many times have you invited me somewhere and I haven't gone? Not so much anymore. Okay, but be, just that's because our, I'm our, more important to you now. Our whole span. Uh, like a good amount. Okay, you ask Ernesto. How often does he invite me somewhere and I don't go? You'd be over it like the second time. You would, you would just stop, and it wouldn't be a bad thing. It would just be like, okay, like this guy's always too busy. Like he clearly doesn't want to hang out with me. You would take it personally. Matt, I have so many people that don't want to hang out with me on a daily. Yeah, they're all your students. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm just kidding. I don't think we'd be best friends. We would definitely like hang out sometimes, though. So we'd be in the same group. Yes, I would be in your group. What does that mean? It means like I would come in and pop into your group every once in a while, and then and then go back and do whatever I wanted. You guys aren't a social but, chameleon. I can be. I love talking to people. That's not what that means. Oh, what does that mean? It's like when you go to a different social setting and then you kind of start acting like the people there to like fit in. I feel like that's that's like a natural like instinct though. Like, Everybody you know, does it. Just we all do it on different degrees. Well, you're not really answering my question, and you're not really. No, I've answered your. I've I've literally am, been answering your question from the beginning. Just you just like don't like the answer. You're just not answering correctly. I feel so. We're gonna move forward. <laughs> okay. What's the correct answer? Yeah. What's though? the correct answer? Yeah, man, I love you, bro. We of course we be best friends. We even live together as roommates. We have a dog <laughs> named Charlie together, and you know, Charlie. Yeah, Charlie, and and we we would you know meet each other's families, and we go to each other's like picnics and stuff. And I just feel and like then we would have this like really weird feeling that like your brothers. mom was my mom and then like my dad was your dad. So then when we left summer camp, we would switch places and then we would go home and then we would like see, spend time with our other parents because we're actually brothers. You would be the one that lived with mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'd be friends, dude. <laughs> <laughs> we'd be the best of friends. Shut up. I just, I just kind of find it hard to believe. Let's go into slang trivia. Let's go into slang trivia. Did we stall long enough, David? <laughs> yeah, you did. You probably stalled too long. I would like David's answer later, though. You got it? <clears throat> you got it, Dalton? Pull it away from Matt. Would you like the mouse? No. Let me hear it. Let me hear the intro for slang trivia. It's time for... There it's... is no intro. Got you. Ha-ha! This is where we take Matthew Drum, uh, who is technologically 80 years old, and we ask him some slang words so he can keep up uh, hip with the kids. No, I feel like I'm physically 80 years old, but technologically, I'm definitely like at least 27. That's true. You. <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> uh, we've got a lot to cut out today. <laughs> Don't cut out our shit, David. Our shit's good. Uh... <laughs> And so, 
We're going to give Matt some words. He's going to be the stand-in for all you old people in the audience. Got you guys. That don't know these terms. And My, want family. To My family. My family. This uh, segment's brought to you by Fast 9 out in theaters right now. You got family. All right. Ready? Let's so, go. So I don't have the decades, but you're going to try and give us uh, the definition Stop looking. and the use of the word in a sentence. Cool. All right. This first word. Is dink. 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 <clears throat> it's like when you throw something and it makes a gentle tap against like another surface and it's a dink. Okay, use it in a sentence. I was throwing rock in my best I was throwing rocks in my best friend Dalton Drum's window and <laughs> oh, it was making a dink. <laughs> so it's an onomatopoeia. Let's throw that in the slang trivia. Time for dictionary with Dave. You don't know what onomatopoeia is? It's no. Like, it's like your vowels. <laughs> I mean, they're in there. There are vowels in the word. I thought that meant vowels. No. Who told you that? Was it me? No, that was like in second grade. I've always thought that. Onomatopoeia is when the the word... The word itself makes the sound it's describing. So a thump is onomatopoeia. onomatopoeia. Like a clickety clack, clickety clack. Like yeah. anything squeak. they use in like comic books. Squeak, whack, yeah. thwop, thump. Because those are words that just they sound like the whack, whack, whack. sound that they're making. Steak, steak, steak. So Dalton, is that is that correct? <laughs> uh, dink is a New England term. Referring to someone being an asshole or an idiot. Ah, so you're a real dink about that. I'm a dink. All right, you next never heard one. That. You never heard? Mm-hmm. Oh, come on, you dink. Nope. Def- I've never heard that either, though. Definitely going to use it. Throw though. it into your lexicon. From now I on. have at least three days from the time this is recorded to when we put it out to call people that. Call and, it a bunch and, and like, they will have no idea. And then they'll listen to this and then I'll get in trouble. So down. you be like, what do you think? Next one. Bogey. Bogey. This is a golf term, which is totally just a hobby of mine. Uh, <laughs> I am not practicing at midnight in the field. In the <laughs> uh, it is. Let's see. It's the stroke after par. So it depends on the hole that you're playing. But when you don't get there enough to break even, it's the first stroke after that. All right. So we'll tell you right now that you're not wrong, but I'm not right. But this isn't the this isn't the context. This is the wrong bogey. It does have context with this weekend for you, but it is not in golf. It's when you walk across the beach with an open container of alcohol and then you get a ticket and they call you a bogey. They no. call you a bogey. They give you a bogey. Oh, is it a ticket? No. Oh, uh, no. what is it? Uh, it's bogey is a policeman. Also, no, it's it's a British term for policeman. Couple bogeys gave fuzz. me a ticket. There you go. The what? It's like the fuzz. The fuzz? You've never heard the fuzz? It is not the fuzz. The, yes, yes it is. Yes, it is. The fuzz. Yes. Like yes. I got fuzz on my shirt. Yeah, the not, fuzz is the rolling fuzz. up. The fuzz is hitting. I really think you're wrong. The fuzz is coming. You've never heard that. <laughs> <laughs> There's a joke in that 70s show. Oh, it's the fuzz. Yeah, there's a joke in the set in that '70s show where Hyde comes in. He's like, "I want to get it tattooed on my on my ass. I want to get tattooed. I hate the fuzz on my ass." And then Fez goes, 
Why don't you just shave it? <laughs> <laughs> but it's a classic fest. Oh, okay. I, I don't know what I thought the word was. But that doesn't sound right to me. Maybe I'm thinking of feds. There's also a movie called <laughs> that's Hot, a, that's hot yeah, Fuzz. Hot it's Fuzz? About the hot police. Cops? Kind of. Okay. All right. What's the next one? <laughs> Harry Eyeball. Oh, wow. So this is pretty self-explanatory. It's, uh, no, it's not. It's when you have a hairy <laughs> penis. The third eye is hairy. Yeah. You have a hairy eyeball. Oh, Jesus. Yeah? Uh, just use it in a sentence. Wow, that guy last night had a hairy eyeball. What? Now I want to hear the situation. Yeah, how did that happen? Uh, What's the story behind it? You that? had a party. Guy got super drunk, took his pants off. What was her backstory? Uh, she's Dalton Drum's best friend. <laughs> just out for a good time, not a long time, you know? Wow. Uh, a hairy eyeball is when someone looks you up and down in a judgmental way. They give you the hairy eyeball. The hairy eyeball. Hmm. Interesting. It's an ocular pat down, essentially. An ocular pat down. You don't know that either. No. Oh my God. You're going to ones, Matt. Dude, you're old. You know what an ocular pat down. Dude, what does ocular mean? <laughs> when you look at them and you're checking their pockets <laughs> and stuff, it's ocular. Okay. All right. That's what it is. It's a visual way of like. Okay, but what does just ocular mean? <coughs> Not ocular. It's like the down. Oculus Rift. I know. It's the, uh, but what is ocular? I'm guessing if it's like connected to the Oculus, it's a visual thing. So you're using your eyes. So ocular would be you rotating your eyes, looking at something. It's how you're looking at it. I believe. Almost. I ocular believe. just means it has to do with your eyes. Perfect. I was talking about my eyes. Yep. That right, was next one. Um, this is a good one. I like this one. I think serotonin donor. Yeah. Serotonin donor. Serotonin donor. What does it mean? I think that it means that it is somebody that donates serotonin. All right. Or, oh, wait, no, so hold on, hold on, time out. Serotonin does is that the calming drug or chemical? Serotonin, let me get to I don't want to get this wrong. Where's the serotonin, you bitch? serotonin it's it's a stabilizer stabilizer but it's a feeling feelings hormone that stabilizes mood feelings of well-being and happiness yeah yeah, oh serotonin donor so it's somebody that just like when they're around they make you feel really happy they just donate the serotonin just by existing so use it use it in a sentence use it in a sentence man every time Dalton comes around he's just such a serotonin donor thanks thanks for that what does it mean it's some someone, someone people, oh, someone people turn to when they're sad, who makes them feel better. Yes, you're 100 percent right. Oh yeah. Dumb. Oh yeah. Tell you that you were right. <laughs> yeah, I was, that's my job, right? No, you're supposed to give it to me when I get it. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. You're supposed to say yes or no. That would have gave me no serotonin. So I'm giving you the fucking ocular pat down over the here. Al- the algorithm. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> The, the algorithm. algorithm. The algorithm. It's a mathematical formula that on TikTok <laughs> shows you videos that you, you like. You saw, huh? No, is that right? You're the I mean, I know what an algorithm is. is. Keep going, keep going. It's a mathematical formula that helps explain like his... his the way he starts it, though. The why, why would you choose the mathematical formula? That's what an algorithm is. Mitch is screaming at his freaking speakers right now, being like, Dalton, it's a mathematical formula. Like, I can hear it. You'll understand why in a, in a minute or two. It's a mathematical formula that explains <laughs> uh-huh. uh situation or helps you find draw a conclusion to something. Okay, and if ah. you use it in a sentence. 
man, I was taking this <laughs> test and I couldn't remember the algorithm to help me. No, no, we're talk- not talking in an educational educational situation. Man, we're Dalton. About the algorithm. Dalton, I. The algorithm of life. No, not of life, just the algorithm. Okay. Whenever you hear someone talking, you're like, in a Man, social setting, why'd you, se- why'd you send me that last night? Because now my algorithm's all fucked up. <laughs> why'd you delete my cat? <laughs> Did you get it right? Uh, yeah, pretty much. Uh, the mathematical formula that determines what people see and can fuck up a certain podcast viral social media career. Is it really what it says? <laughs> yeah, I wrote it. Oh, it does. Yeah. yeah. yeah so that's David's definitions. Definitions with David. David. All right, we're in the last one, huh? Last one, let's go. Main character syndrome. Main character syndrome. That is where you think you're so incredibly important that you're the main character of everybody's story. Everybody's life, all they do is they are just NPCs in your life, and they sit around and they wait for you to come up and to help them with their problems. So if you were to pick someone that had main character syndrome that you know, who would it be? I had to pick someone. I don't know. <laughs> Dalton? Maggie? I don't, I don't know. know. There's sure, some, yeah. I'm sure there's someone you know that you could... Well, why are you both probably, laughing? You probably don't really well. <laughs> what? Me? <laughs> I'm, I'm just setting you up for failure. Oh, I know. Whoever, whoever I, you pick is not going to be happy about it. Mitch. It's definitely Mitch. Yep, thousand percent. I wish he did. That'd be fun. <laughs> Dalton, you want to give them the definition? Uh, yeah, sorry. Uh, when someone thinks they are the main character of their life, usually comes with a side of indiv- individuality complex, a quirky style, and a self-centered point of view. Nice. You got the quirky style, because that's what makes them different. Actually, no, who's the perfume guy? Because this is definitely Jeremy him. Fragrance? Yep, Jeremy Fragrance. You don't think Bow. he's like a Kramer? He's like a Kramer. Yeah, I can see that. He's totally a Kramer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But no. the quirky, it's like how when you watch animes, you know who the main character is because their hair is purple yeah or like and they stand out but their hair is crazy mm-hmm. all right well good job matt you got like three of them yeah that's the best i've ever done yeah that really you did really did do a good job you got that's half great. you got half dang right. i'll take that 50 percent. and so now we go into <clears throat> <coughs> sorry Can't handle it sorry guys <laughs> one two three the boys room now, I got five of these. We can do less. There's one right smack dab in the middle that let's, I wasn't sure you guys wanted to tackle. Let's do uh, three. So if you want, we can skip that one. Well, let's start with the first one. Let's start with the first one. How long are we? How, how, what's the time? Uh, we got time for like two or three. We're at 55 minutes right now. Cool. We'll do two or, two or three. All right. How do I tell my son I'm not his biological father? Mm. Ugh. So my son's seven, and I had him with my ex when she was when we were twenty-two, and she passed away. So I'm his only parent. Uh, so we're like twins. Everyone tells us how much we look alike. So I never questioned anything about it. And regardless, he's still my son. However, my ex's sister blabbed about how she always wondered if he was mine or this side guy that I never knew about. Uh, but I, I mean, it just it obviously looks like mine. So. Uh, once she told me, I got super depressed and I couldn't even let that out on my ex or ask why she lied to me and also cheated because she had passed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we found out who the side guy was and I told him because I felt like he should know it. And we did a paternity test and found out that he that the child is in fact his. 
but the guy said he wants nothing to do with my son. So it's his loss in the end, but I've been struggling with almost nine months about how to tell my son. I don't want it to be some big secret that's revealed when he's older or worse, revealed by someone else before I get to talk to him, like my ex's sister or something like that. He's my son no matter what, but I also feel like he has a right to know who that he has a biological father that isn't me, even if that person doesn't want anything to do with him. I don't want this to become a dirty secret. How can I tell him in an age-appropriate way and reassure him that I'm his dad no matter what? First of all, I like this guy. Yeah, man. Um, he's doing the right thing. He's being honest with himself. Because he's in a situation where theoretically he could just not tell him and nothing has to change. Uh-huh. But like he still wants to tell him because he, the kid deserves to know his biological father. Good morals. You know? Yeah. Um, kid's nine. What, 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 what age do you, would you feel okay doing that at? I, I would do it as soon as possible. You think so? Mm-hmm. Because it's just gonna be worse if he gets older. I feel like around. I feel like I would wait till like maybe he's twelve. I just feel like that's a that's a good age, where there's change going on. They're adapting to their surroundings. They're figuring things out. It would be it would be a, a good throw in the mix, just because they're able to feel their emotions better. Think if you tell a nine year old, you don't think he's gonna... already going to be going through so much yep. else on his own that this now is going to completely destabilize it's what a life ba- lesson when he barely had a grasp on already. Yeah, And at that age too, like at 12, like you start to like not want to be around your parents and everything they say is dumb. Like, so you're going to tell a nine year old what's going to happen then. No, but like the there there's no e- there's no easy way to do this, regardless of how old he is, unless you wait until he's in his mid twenties or thirties or something. But it sounds like with the aunt that will get released probably sooner rather than later. So just because of that, I would tell him. I would sit him down and be like, Hey, listen, um, it turns out that this is what happened and you know, you're you have a biological dad. Like you have a biological father dad, but I'm your father. Like I raised you, nothing's gonna change between us. If you would like to meet him then we can make that happen. But if not, like, you know, nothing has to change between us. Nothing. I would just like the reassurance that he doesn't view his son any differently, regardless of the blood that runs through his veins. Yeah. You know? Okay. Don. Yeah. I changed my mind. (laughs) So tell him now. I'll tell him when he's fucking two years old. He's seven now. Yeah. I'll tell him. I would tell him now. Okay. Maybe be, I, I just think that the earlier he finds out, the quicker, I don't want to say quicker, but the earlier he can begin to deal and process all of that. Do you think he can understand that at that age? That's where I was at. I think so. It's a, I think it's a difference between understanding it and processing it. Yeah. Yeah, like, I mean, if you tell him and he's seven years old, he's going to be like, yeah, my, my other dad is not, I don't know my other dad yet. Like it's not. It's just gonna be something he says, but he, it yeah. won't matter. But then he's. But gonna he'll be, have already like accepted it. He'll have already like had it in his mind compared to like what? Yeah. You're not even my real dad. You're not my dad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, good one, guys. Yeah, that was that was a that was an honest. Like you could tell, just a good person. Good guy. There. Good guy. Here's the next one. Uh, my boyfriend. Oh, they're both twenty five. Is a local celebrity, but he didn't tell me. 
So how do I do with this? How do I deal with it? How do you not know about that? So I met John Smith a few months ago and we hit it off. That's not uh, a real name. Things been going on really well. Said I love you. Rarely spent a night apart. But he's keeping something from me, but he won't tell me. Um, I have a podcast. He was up. <laughs> <laughs> this is David. <laughs> he was upfront about it in a way. He explained that his ex used him to boost her own status. So he was cautious against that about that happening again uh he said when the time was right he would tell me everything but it just hasn't gotten there yet and i debated googling him but just wanted to you know give him his space i'm not from the area i'm only here for school so Mm. i wasn't aware of anything okay but when i was on a zoom call with some friends john walked by in the background and one of them was like whoa that dude looks familiar and they asked me who he was um, and then when I told them, they were like, yo, that's not John Smith with an I. That's John Smith with a Y. And that dude's a local celebrity uh, and a national celebrity, like on a very, very low scale. He's not famous for anything like weird or bad. It's pretty cool. Uh, and it makes sense. But I can also see how his ex might have used it and why he's hesitant to tell me. What is it? What did he do? What's the thing? But I know now and John hasn't told me himself. So I'm unsure how to proceed i don't even care about this story i want to know what he does why is he a celebrity yeah that uh, this i scroll down to see if they was they explained it but this no one cares what he did uh i would just say hey one of my friends recognized you and said that you're this individual and you're actually a local celebrity like is that true and then just have the conversation from there and then i think the the his fear of how people of how you'll treat him or how you know what your intentions are with him at that point should already be pretty obvious and solidified you know yeah i feel they're spending a lot of time together with her not knowing who he is there should be a level of understanding there too yeah just in general like why would you have why would you sleep with the same woman uh, every night for like three months straight and then still question if she likes you or not and then to tell her the truth. I don't know. I think this is on the guy. I think they just need to talk about it. Yeah. Communication is key. I feel like it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, I, I think she's overreacting. I don't think it really matters. But at the same time, what does he do? What did he? Why can't she just say that? Dude, Don, I feel like this is something that you're going to go through with your next significant other. Like, you're going to have to tell her about, like, Hey, you're that guy from TikTok. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, hey, you may, babe, I'm famous for something, but I don't, I don't want you to to think of me that way. So we're gonna hold off. I'm just, she's gonna be like, what you're, is the it? What is it? you're the lactose guy. You're the lactose guy. David just, made me post three videos no, about it's it. It's just gonna be like, it's gonna be her getting you food one time, and she's gonna get you. She's gonna get like two cheeseburgers, but get one cheese off, and you're like, babe, how'd you know I didn't want didn't want cheese on my burger? And she's like. <laughs> I knew you were the lactose guy the whole time. <laughs> I, just, I just didn't want to. I didn't want to make you feel bad. That's love, baby. <laughs> All right, um, we can do the third one or the fourth one. You guys choose. I want to do the fourth uh-huh, one actually. That sure. one looks All right, we'll end with the fourth one. How can I explain to my daughter who is six that cartoon characters are not real? So my daughter and I were watching a documentary on unsolved murders. Whenever we watched the show, it was usually <laughs> silly stuff like ghosts and Bigfoot sightings and nothing to do with people dying because okay. it's unsolved mysteries. Yeah. But the last time we watched it, it featured a real life case where a group of people died. Oh, fuck. The case involved a young man going traveling with five other friends, said he would return later, an hour, a couple hours later, but didn't. 
found the next day sleeping. When he asked, when asked what happened to his, when he was asked what happened to his friends, he gave a very detailed story about how a 10 foot tall entity appeared and ate his buddies one by one until only he was left, but he escaped. It sounds like the goat man. Yeah. Or Bigfoot. This entity turned out to be an exact match to cartoon character from an animated series recently released at the time this case happened. And reportedly, the survivor suffered a mental breakdown, which only ended until the series finished airing about three months later. Documentary said the bodies were never found, and not their authorities threw their hands up and believed him. The survivor died a few years ago, but revolved his life around the story and stuck to it. This upset my daughter, and now she thinks her favorite cartoon characters can come into the house and murder her. And whenever she tries watching cartoons or sees the characters, she keeps bringing it up. Oh, she's scarred. Poor thing. Don, I'm gonna. I feel like you're the the subject matter expert on this. Oh man. Um. I mean, I I love cartoons. I don't know. I've always been super into them. They've always been my thing. Um. I love art. I love the design for it. I love how it makes you feel. Um. I think cartoons are great, and I think no matter what, you should always watch them. Um. Even even if you're 27, you know, you should watch them. You know. Um. But for this situation, I feel like, I mean, I never thought cartoons were real. You know, they were cartoons. But also, I, I'm trying to think of what, what she watched that made her think that her favorite cartoon characters would come to life and eat her. Like, what did it look like? You know, did it look like Sully? Yeah, I don't know. I don't I'm know. trying to find it. Um, but either way, I feel like that conversation is going to suck because you're taking something that's so prominent in so many people's childhoods away from her. But at the same time, it's like, you rather have her know this than be scared after you're not when she goes to sleep, you know? Yeah. I think it's important to let her know that, like, it's, um, don't make her feel dumb or, like, she's a kid for having these, like, don't go, it's just a cartoon. Cartoons aren't real. That's yeah. not the way you That's address it. Because you when you're that age, like, those things are real to you. Like, those are real life beings and that have their problems. own life, you know? They're big problems for you. Uh huh. And yeah. so to have something like that where, you grow up where, you know, like you're watching cartoons and everything's always fun and good and these situations are hard. And, but they get resolved, right? And like usually a fun, funny manner. And then all of a sudden now that like little kid that just solved that mystery can also come and harm you. Like that, those fears are real. You know, it may not be real to you from the outside looking in, but in the moment, like those are very real. And so I think it's important to, understand and address those but then just reassure her that she's safe and that she's protected and taken care of with you and that you know uh you know mom has special powers over these cartoons you know what i mean like you can make it fun in handling the situation but don't belittle her or make her feel um less than for believing these things yeah you know yeah meet them where they're at don't try and pull the kid up to you because you only get to be a kid once i love that thank you matt that was beautifully said thanks friend all right, and thank you for <laughs> the boys in the boys' room. Ow, I have a tear. Another reason we wouldn't be friends. Fuck. Matt. You find it? No. <laughs> what are we talking about? What's Matt, up? What's what, up? Uh, what, what got you stoked this week, stoked? my guy? What got me stoked this week? Oh, I got no, to. No, 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 no. We know what, what I'm squaring, squaring up, up with. with. We know what I'm squaring up with. What are you squaring up my with? My fucking ticket. That's what I'm squaring up with. And I'm just a dumbass. I didn't know that. Uh, I'm just a dumbass. I shouldn't so have done it. You're squaring up with yourself. Yes. I'm squaring you know up with squaring up with? What are you squaring up with? I'm squaring up with Matthew not communicating his emotions towards me so I know better when to hang out with him and when not to. Dave, what are you squaring up with? 
I'm squaring up with um What am I squaring up with? Freaking airline food. Um <laughs> <laughs> What? I'm squaring up with uh not getting enough sleep. Fuck yep, yeah. Me too. That sucks. And just that it sucks. kills you during the day. Oh yeah. yeah man. Dot what's your woe, dude? My woe dude is what I just purchased on uh on uh Amazon. Is it, can uh, can David show it to the our audience? I did show David. Can he show what it to our it? audience? Appa with the chopper. Oh yeah. I'll put yeah. that picture up, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, that it's, it's gonna I'm go so right excited. above your head? Right above my head, right above my bed. Nice. Nice. My woe dude. Oh, sorry. Uh, I always come forget. on, Dalton. I know. My woe dude of the week. Come on. I don't know. You don't know? No, I don't. I don't, I don't have a woe dude this week. You no, not woe dude. They get to like see, you know, first baby dug you up in a thing. Oh, it was so cute when we were. At, yeah, when we were at the beach. I wanted Dalton to get buried in the sand, but then he didn't get over there fast enough. I got impatient, so I laid down. They started burying me because I wanted Brooks to bury me. So they sat the baby on top of me, and he just looked at me. He couldn't find the rest of my body, so he took a shovel and started trying to dig me out. And it was he, so cute. Wow, what him a good guy. Probably done with this. He did. It was so cute. <laughs> what a good guy. So cute. What a good guy. What a good guy. What's your woe, dude? No, he what's did that. What got dude? you stoked? What's, what's you my woe, dude? You did yours. Well, what is it? It's nothing. What's your woe, dude, David? <laughs> My woe, dude, was uh, how fast mortars go up into the sky and explode. Uh, usually, they, you know, you think they go really, really high up. They give you a good distance before they blow up. No, nope. 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 it goes straight like a second or two. Goes up. <laughs> yep. That's, and that's it's scary. scary. Pretty scary. That sounds pretty scary. Also, that the embers don't automatically ignite hair when they land in your head. Not my hair, someone else's hair. But we were able to like swipe it off. Yes, you a good go. moisturized head yeah. right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah, that's my woe, dude. Cool. Dom, what uh, what's getting you stoked this week? Uh, what got me stoked is probably having that family beach day. I really loved every second of it, yeah. even though you know there were some rough parts. But I mean, it made for a funner funner story, so I'm happy. Yeah. What about you, Matt? What are you stoked with this week? I got stoked this week because I got to golf with David on monday and we did this half hybrid uh best ball or our own ball but we got paired up with like this older couple that was just super sweet and like they were okay with us just being idiots and just trying to hit the ball i think they got over it really so we went up there and like we got up to the tee and they were super friendly and they were really talkative and they're like hey i'm scott hey i'm kim what's up guys like blah blah, blah. they hit their balls they nail them uh-huh. they send they're them. good me and Matt go up. I whiff it the first shot, like immediately, like to the right, and I go like straight and down. So it's like skidding against the ground. And then they got really quiet as soon as they, as soon as we did that, they, they shut up and and then drove. They got really quiet and then, uh, but they were fine. Like they were, they were fine. Like we talked to them a lot during it. Like once we hit our fairway hits and we we show we like we did a warmed good fairway up, hit, yeah, fairway hit. Then they started talking to us, yeah. So, what, I mean, so they didn't want to be your friend because you weren't good at golf? Because it was going to make... so when They were going to get frustrated by us. So when you get paired... when you, you always golf in a foursome. So David and I didn't have another two people to go with. So we when we went, it was we got paired with them. So there was four people to a hole at a time. So they could only go as fast as we were willing to play. So when they saw us hit the first time, they were going to go, oh, wow, it's going to take them six strokes to get to the green to put it in they're gonna take five hours six hours to play this game. but we were pretty 
we I mean we were right there with him the whole time. Yeah. Like we all got on the green at about the same stroke, and then we would fuck up our putts from there. But, uh, but no, I mean it was just a good time. Like one thing I will say that's always been cool is like David and I ever since college have always bonded over an activity. Yep. So whether that's music, whether that's racquetball for the longest time, tennis, you know what I mean? We've always gone to do something. And as we've gotten older, it's become less active, which I really appreciate. So it's just cool to have that like that same thing going on. So that got me so I'm sweet. always down for that's, more racquetball, but yeah. golf is a nice turn. Yeah, golf is more that expensive. Is so, that is so cool you had that with somebody. That is so cool. I love that. Motherfucker, I tried to watch David, what got you. you stoked this week? What got me stoked was seeing your face, Dalton, today. Oh, my God, David. Stop. Seeing really? my best friend's face. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Guys, you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> put this in the history books. No, it's a really good weekend. I got stoked on this entire weekend. Got to hang out with... Uh, I got to see you today. I got to see them and have good Korean barbecue outside for the first time, mm-hmm. except for that bulgogi. Bulgogi was, it was weird. weird. Really? It was weird yeah, bulgogi. it was... It was, it was never heard that it about was bulgogi. It was more citrusy than it was dark. It yeah, should have been oh. red. The marinade was weird. But then, like, Saturday, got to hang out with... My wife uh, family Sunday got to hang out with both sides of the family and got to like get some good conversations in. That's cool. And just really the stuff that Matt has been doing this whole time, like we're getting to do now where you sit down, not with just the people your own age. And then you have like full conversations with people. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome, dude. I love it. All right. If you made it this far into the podcast, thank you so much for your time. We really do appreciate it. Go ahead and leave a five-star rating and a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. And if you're here on YouTube staring at our beautiful faces, thank you for your eyes. We really do appreciate it. Go ahead and hit the subscribe button down here, the bell notification icon in the corner. And until next week, everybody stays safe. Until then, I'm Drum. And I'm Drummer. We'll see you guys then. Bye. Bye.